yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, man? What's up, man? Back here with another podcast. Welcome back to another show where we're here. We're talking about... What are we talking about? Well, what, are, what, are, what are we talking about? Today? Yeah, what are we well, talking about today, I mean, man? All right, well, okay. So, uh, we talk about, obviously, mental health and fitness. So, right. let's start with, hey, how are you doing mentally today? Let's start with that. I'm doing fine, man. Doing fine? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm at a level where... It, it's it's come to helping other people with what they got going on and yeah just just doing doing what i love to do how, how about you uh same i mean right now I'm, I'm chilling uh hopefully uh get some more work here soon yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh honestly i'm having a blast man yeah. yeah last night i actually uh took my wife out to uh to the diner okay and um dude we had some banging like it was like a dinner dinner breakfast bro okay yeah so that's some some pancakes some french onion soup you know uh nice. what, what else i had mashed potatoes man you're making me hungry bro, <laughs> bro I, it was I good eat. it yeah, was good man. man that's good bro yeah man but it, it's uh it's very cool when um you get to to do stuff like this man because not a lot of people have the time or not even create the time to make stuff like this or make content that that can help other people uh, mentally but the cool thing is that we're going as we're going through our days we're also talking about it oh, yeah. so i mean you know emotions are crazy uh emotions are something that's a part of life but you see you triggered cer- certain emotions yesterday that you probably have to trigger today or you'll trigger emotions today that you haven't triggered in in years or months or whatever depending on what kind of situation you're in yeah. and that's the cool thing about life right that everybody triggers certain emotions at different times and based on what they're going through then you know they might be going through some sadness they might be going through you know they just yeah. got something cool they just got an email that oh well you know what i'm saying like or a text from somebody that you like or or didn't like yeah, you never know what someone's going through, and sometimes, like, when people are, you know, dicks to each other, it's not always their fault. It could be something external, too. Exactly. Yeah. Like, those external things, I think, is the one where I had to go through that was really troubling <coughs> for me. Because first, it was like, okay, I got my emotions down, but now, when I get touched up upon other people's emotions, how how do I react? Yeah, how do you handle it? And I, and I used to react super negatively. Like, I was like, okay, I'm here, I'm cooling, but now you come to me about certain things, and it's like... It's not my problem. Exactly. Like, fuck you. <laughs> well, yeah, but to that helped me understand other people as well. Yeah. Because um, just because I'm having a good day or a bad day doesn't mean that everybody else is feeling the same way I'm feeling. Exactly, and that, that's why it's kind of our job to be understanding. Even as business people, right. every entrepreneur is actually, like pretty level-headed you have to be as patient as possible because you don't know what someone's going through exactly. and you're dealing with um you know your guests your customers and just you get you got to be selfless especially as for all my business people out there and even if you're not a business person it's still good to apply like hey you're not the only one in the world yeah, you need exactly. to just realize that exactly but that's the cool thing about it is that i'm a very visual learner i i learn by looking at people observing studying i'm not a really text although i like to read and stuff like that the the best way that i do learn based on people's emotions or stuff like that is by looking at it watching it you know be, or going through it myself yeah 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 because especially going through it yourself you can actually you're more you can relate more to someone else <laughs> yeah so let's say you broke bro, like how, your whole situation with your knee right how right. it tore you'd relate to my dad like amazingly because i don't know what it's like to get my knee torn exactly. he does and he still su- he suffers today with with knee pain and having to go through like yeah. medication yeah. stuff like that yeah but. yeah like but i think i like him i just had to adapt to the pain because yeah. the pain is never going to go away nope. sometimes it gets worse sometimes like i just ran up with my doctor not too long ago and we're talking about he was telling me well you know you're having some some issues uh here and there but that's because of the time right so i had to like kind of accept that and be like okay well my knee is never going to be the same but there's certain things that i could do to strengthen it and also strengthen my mind and i have to kind of prepare myself for those days my worst like i i do not like going to those visits because it triggers it reminds you a bad a bad experience yeah right like going to the hospital sometimes like it triggers those pure previous um experiences that i had where i had bad news 
And I'm like, man, I don't want to go there. I don't want to yeah. go to the hospital. If I if I can avoid the hospital, then I'll avoid it because it triggers really bad emotions, really bad experiences. Um, I you know the environment like um, one of the things like whenever I see a scene sometimes and they're in the hospital, it, it always triggers me back to when I was in the hospital or laying in bed and had to eat like crap food and all that stuff. Yeah. And like, I just didn't want to be there. And what makes it worse is that I was, I was going under like certain drugs that I didn't want to go through, but because the pain was so bad, now I'm dealing with, you know, being high all the time, yeah, which a I didn't drug want addiction. to. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> yeah. one of the drugs that I had to take while being there and, uh, a lot of people, if you've been through heart surgeries, is morphine, right? And with morphine, um, it took it, – it at first, it helped a little bit, but then it didn't. And guess what? I had to up the dosage, up the dosage to the point where, like, I was so not even there at that point. But I had a little button I had to click, and it didn't even work. It, there was a limit. It's not even – let's start with this. It's not even your fault. That you were you became over medicated. That's literally a flaw with our the American uh, mental not mental medical field or medical system is that we're over medicating and we're over um, diagnosing, mm. especially like with uh, whole depression. Like everyone's taking Zoloft, man. Everyone's taking something, and it, it's not good because then they grow an immunity to it, and then it, it literally spirals into. Mental, uh, like, yeah. not ment mental illness, but but it'll degrade on your mental health. Right, because even though you recovered in the hospital, that doesn't mean that you recovered from those drugs that you've been taking. Because <laughs> you've been taking it for how many days? And it's not like your body can just be like, okay, uh, let's shut this off. You know, now you got to carry that with you home. Yeah, you're and like, I, I need more, you. and then you get your, your, your itch. Right, and then right. And sometimes, too, like for me, in my case, they had to give me medication to take home. And they give me, you know, they, they, they give you um, time to refill, refill, refill. And then you're like, man, I'm hooked on. And then you're like, wow. Before, like, a year ago, I was like, I'm never going to touch this. But now I'm over here depending on it. And, like, that's, like, the worst feeling that you can is, like, depending on those drugs. Well, and it's terrible. There's see, so many of them. And I think I think it's not – see, I'm pretty sure I'm, – I'm pretty sure, you know, doctors know this. I'm pretty sure hospitals know this. I think – you got to think about it. Their business too. They need to make right. money somehow. Yeah. Hey, hey, let's let's give someone legally addictive drugs, and they're just going to keep coming back. Yeah. Because how how else are they going to get paid? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's a that's a uh, uh, industry where it's kind of like quiet, but it does the most of like damage. Yeah, to our people. No, not enough people are talking about it. Yeah. It, I mean, there's people talking about it, but I think um, not enough people care. Right. Well, oh, yeah. You know, when when I was going through it, and I became kind of, I would say, d dependent on it. It was a, uh, it was a weird time of my life, man. But a lot of things have changed. Like the way I thought changed. Um, I didn't eat as much. I didn't sleep as much. I was always had that in the back of my mind. Where if I felt a little pain, oh, okay, I can just take this. If <laughs> I feel a little, oh, always relying on that. But that's not how we should be. We should, that should be like last resort, but the hospitals, what they do is that they make that your first resort. They don't even, they didn't even let me go through my pain. They said, when you feel pain, take this. So just off the bat, yeah. off the rip, when I woke up from my, from the, um, from the, uh, anesthesia, first thing I did was, you know, well, they told me I could take it. So I took it. And then I was like, now it was like over cycles and cycles and cycles to the point where like, I guess my body had to flush it out. And that was over like a couple months after everything. And oh, like the whole um, deprivation phase, or like right, right, right. Because whole, at that point, yeah. yeah, I was getting so hooked on that my parents had to take it away from me. <laughs> exactly, like they had to, yeah, they had to, they had to take it away. And I remember um, when the nurse came to, because I had a home nurse visit me sometimes, and the home nurse checked my blood pressure, and my blood pressure was through the roof. It was like. Like and then the first thing the nurse asks is, um, "Have you taken medication?" And I'm like, "Yes, but I can't take too much." And she's like, "What you mean?" And I'm like, "Well, m um, I'm limited. Like, I can't take too much because I, I started to depend on it too much." And she's like, "Well, you need it." And I'm like, "What?" But you're telling me I need it, but when I take it, I feel worse. 
and I'm I'm getting and I get addicted to a drug and yeah. she was like, well, uh, these studies say that like blah blah blah. And she just can't like she basically like on a rant on how I have to take it. If not, then my blood pressure will go skyrocketing and I'm gonna go like crazy. Yeah, that's like saying, um, dude, stat. So st- statistics and actually what's going on on the ground are two completely different things, and you can't you have to. It's okay to be a numbers person, too, and look at the stats. Like, that's what she was doing. She was talking to you based off statistics. Oh, my God. But guess what? Guess guess how many of those people are went through or are going through now what you went through? Yeah, yeah. And, bro, you know, like, if you're an athlete, you've probably already got injured already once, at least once. Oh, sprained, plenty of times. Uh, 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 ripped, teared. Uh, in my case, it was a, a, a straight tear on, on my tendon, but – the first thing they give you, and every athlete can tell you, the first thing that they give you is what they give you medication. Yeah. They give you, they want to suppress that pain, but that doesn't. That really didn't suppress the pain. That really suppressed my feeling on what I was supposed to feel. So I think pain is a great thing. It is a good thing because it le- your, yeah. it's your body telling you, hey, there's something wrong. Right, right, right. And after that, I remember I had to take a different approach over the pain that I was feeling. This is now we're, t- we're right now we're talking physical, but it turned into a mental pain as well, because I had to know that okay, my pain that I feel right now, it's gonna be and that died, like <laughs> the light died. But um, the pain that I felt was, it was supposed to happen. You know, obviously something happened in my life, and I had to go through that pain. But after that, now when I feel like something less then that pain, I can take it. And I don't need any medication. I don't need no, I don't need to smoke. I don't need to take no pills. I've learned how to, how to receive it and also learn how to calm it down. And I don't need any, any sort of drug on me, nothing. It's just a way of realizing it. Okay, this is the pain. Kind of like when I went through uh, a first death, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and going through that, um and being at the funeral and all that stuff and attending that i never felt that like it was a different type something of pain. new it was a new pain yeah. i never felt it people can tell you so many things but until you go through that pain yeah then you're like oh, okay like this is what this is how it feels it's like a like you know like your heart sinking like yeah and, and it's like a, a heavy feeling you're like wow this person's gone and at that point, your mind just runs. You know, your mind is like, "Wow, I could have, um, I could have changed a couple things. I could have spent more time with them. I could have done this with them. I could have done that with them." But at the end of the day, you can't go back in time. But yeah. what you can do is control the present, which also helps you manage the future. Yeah. So you can control a little bit of that pain, receive the pain. I'm not saying suppress the pain. The worst thing that you could do, and I think I talk. I talked about this in personal experience is trying to suppress the pain with, with drugs. Exactly. And with, drugs. with, and with um, escaping your reality. And that's what we talked about last podcast on yeah. the first podcast, which actually is going to be dropping pretty soon. But um, suppressing the pain is actually the way that I try to do it. And it failed. Dude, the best way, to, in my opinion, for all everyone, anyone who's going through anything depressing is kind of embrace it. Be honest with yourself about it. It's normal to feel how you're feeling. And just normal. So – Normal is not – don't think just because something is normal that it's okay. Like, if, for example, um, the the uh, the religion of, of um, the Islamic religion the in the Middle East, uh-huh. right? They believe in being gay is wrong, but they still have sex with each other like men. And they don't think it's gay unless you actually love the man. So um, mm. go, going back on that, that's like um, – that's normal to them. Right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, different cultures have different yeah. ways of – and just because it's normal doesn't mean that it's right, and it doesn't mean that it's also wrong some of the times too. Um, like, hey, like um, you talk about how getting dull after our first death. Like, it, you're kind of used to it. You know what to expect. Just because it's it's normal, and we get used to it. Doesn't mean it's right, but it's also kind of um, how we function as as humans. And right. That's how we have. To, that's how we survive too. Right. Because we if we just get stuck on it, like that leads to suicide. That leads to. Um, a darker path but it's all about the how you perceive it and how where you want to where you want to go with it really right like how, how you, you want to handle it yeah how you want to take it you know yeah. you have two choices you can take it the right way how you're supposed to take it 
or you can try to suppress it, which is the wrong way of taking it. You know, trying to trying to calm, push it down when your body should be going through this. Um, I remember when when <coughs> when I had the first time where I um, my family member passed away. And I, I, I took a step back before feeling the emotion. It was weird. I was like I had a little gap where I was like, okay, I'm about to enter. Like I knew that my aunt passed away, but I had a time period where I'm like, okay, this is the emotion I'm going to be feeling right now. I'm going to go through it, but I'm going to know that I can come out of this. And it, it helped me understand life a little bit more. You know, like yeah. th- that was a lesson. That, more like, understanding. Coming and it made me it, yeah. appreciate life because like you said, we all have a day that we were born and we're also all of us we have a day where we're gonna die That's and we don't yeah. <laughs> we don't know exactly when we're gonna be dying or what time or how day but we can what we can do is control the the middle part of right now like how can control you, the now right and there's gonna be a a, a a a dark alley sometimes and you're gonna have light sometimes but know that if there's people that have been going through those things and they try to help you and try to educate you in those things, you know, you could take that and be like, oh, okay. If that person went through, then although they're not going through the same thing I went through, they still passed it and I can get through what I'm going through. And that's how kind of life works, man. Well, yeah. And so- sometimes people can be giving you, like, now we're talking about knowledge, like giving knowledge about the situation, oh, what they did. But sometimes it's not always a good thing what they do. So, right. like, Prime right. example, when I was in the military, like, hazing is a big thing. Um, like, oh, we're going to haze our junior guys because it happened to us. Right. But that and for the people that know, what's hazing? Hazing? So that's, like, basically um, – uh, what's a good example? Um, this is doing something, basically, you don't want to do. That's what hazing t- t- basically is. So let's say um, being forced to drink. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. like a like, for, get, like get, forceful get, actions that yeah. you want to do. Yeah. And if you don't do it, we're going to beat your ass. Okay. Kind of so thing. So like a forcing tactic like well, it's like a tactic or something like that. So it's it, well it, it, it's someone trying to impede their will onto yours getting you to do something you don't want to do. That you don't so like do. um like uh that I, I guess those are decent examples. Uh, there's more examples I can go over, but I think they get the general gist. So it's like um let me, let me go back here. So, like, uh, just just because it happened to you doesn't mean you should do it to someone else. Or that it doesn't mean that it's going to be uh, progressive. Right. Like, cause, because um, y- if you live with this, hey, stop being, uh, uh, y- you know, stop being a, a bitch mentality, then you're always going to have that mentality. And then when something happens, you're going to, you're going to um, have uh, something happen in your life. And then how you're gonna handle it is like, oh, I'm not a bitch. And then these people should stop being fucking bitches too. What what the fuck is the problem? Like, and and then what's gonna happen is it's just gonna create a toxic environment. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't go through any hazing kind of ish, but now talking about that, what I can relate to with that is feeling peer pressured to do something. Oh my god. Because yes. everybody else is doing it, and I don't want to be left out. Yeah. But I wish, I wish I would have been that outcast. Because I probably would have not done certain things at my time period that literally was the foundation of a whole new road that I didn't even know was about to happen. So if you're feeling like people are calling you a nerd or people are calling you weird, that's actually good. That means that you're different. That That's exactly what you should be. You yeah. shouldn't be like everybody else. We're all special in our own in our own individual ways. You know, if you even look at your thumb, right? Everybody has a different thumbprint. Everybody has a little thing. That's because everybody is unique. Like, you're, if you speak like me, like that's what kind of the reasons why um, I make friends from from anywhere because I want to be around people that are different from me. Mm-hmm. And I feel that <coughs> there's a little jalapeno smell going on, but I was. Going through a um, a time period where I was so peer pressured to do something that now I lost my self identity. Yep, I didn't know who I was. Yep, because I was copying other people. I wanted to be like them. I wanted to dress like them. I wanted it's to like do that exa- in high school. Yeah, yeah, exa- like, that's how high school is, yeah, man. And that's how middle school is. School is. Well, uh, more high school, and then but you kind of build up to it. Middle school, you start to feel that tension. Uh, to yep. all my middle schoolers, high schoolers, you start <laughs> to feel that tension, right? I remember in ninth grade, man. It was a very hard time because I liked certain things. Like um, I was very, 
I was kind of a nerd, kind of, because back in those days, you know, I loved, I was a gamer. I was a huge, Dude, same. huge gamer. <laughs> like, that's when uh, uh, PS3 was popping. Um, Xbox 360. believe, yeah, Xbox 360. Um, I was a very big on, on uh, uh, RPG games, um, a little bit of horror games, but more Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, yeah. a little bit. That's when Black Ops came out with the zombies. Oh, yeah. So was I was very into that, in that, in that. And I wanted to get into that industry. But at that time, it was looked very down upon. And I remember when I would talk about it, people would call me a nerd. Or people would call me, oh, he has no girlfriend. Oh, he, he's not athletic. Oh, he can't. And he, and I, they were all right. I wasn't athletic at that time. I was a skinny kid. Um, all I love was doing was getting going from the bus, getting eating something quickly, and playing Modern Warfare all <laughs> night, man. Grind. Like <laughs> I got um the farthest I've gone, if you guys remember, but I think I was like eighth prestige, eighth prestige. <laughs> eighth prestige. Uh, I was pretty up there, and for me, that was like it took me forever to get eighth prestige. I know people are like ten prestige, like triple times, but um, I just liked it. I liked it because. That was the time where, like, I got to kind of escape m- my life for a little bit and just enjoy something because I, everything else was so – it didn't call my attention. Like, girls didn't call my attention. Um, ath- going to sports didn't call my attention. And that's funny because now I'm the complete opposite. Yeah, same. Now actually. I'm all about um, uh, athletics and stuff like that. But that came because I used to get bullied in school. And I remember one time – and I didn't tell the story, but – the 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 story of um how i got into lifting and that's where lifting helped me was by i know it sounds dumb but by lifting weights literally helped like helped me become more confident in myself because i used to always push myself down and although i was really good at playing games and doing stuff like that when I looked at myself in the mirror, I didn't like who who I was. I didn't like being skinny. I didn't like when it came to reality. Yeah, yeah, like I didn't like it. I didn't like it, and I tried, bro. Like I tried different <laughs> ways. I tried different, like, bro. I, if you look at my pictures, I had all different kinds of haircuts. Cause I was like, what? Who am I? Like, right? Like I had, mo- I had a, I had a mohawk at once, like really? a crazy mo. Yeah, I had like a crazy mohawk. I had, a, I had an afro. Yeah, like <laughs> if we look at your, insane. like if you look at your photos, like wow, like yeah. that person was either I was like that person didn't know who I who he was, yeah, and I was just following even, trends and all that. Even adults even trying to uh, struggle finding their own self identity because now we're get, talking about self identity, yeah, trying to yeah. find ourselves. Like in high school, no one knows. Like, but as you get older, you kind of you, you develop you want to be how you want to be how you want to be perceived as well is a big thing right uh, and you have to have a strong mind especially in these days because yeah. now especially before we didn't i didn't ha- we didn't have social media like big i mean we had a uh, back in my days back in ninth grade i had a uh, i believe facebook was just just about popping and instagram was just starting like for me and i'm like bro i don't need this but now it's like if you're not on ig or you're not on fb or whatever on tiktok or snapchat yeah. like you're like what bro you don't got tiktok bro like i don't have to i don't yeah. use tiktok i that's have it now yeah but like for the for the younger generation yeah like that's their like you have to Dude, have it being a nerd is now the norm too nowadays right. too like in high school everyone's playing video games everyone's on tiktok everyone's on insta yeah we live in a different times man we yeah. live in that uh what's it called in that tech age um before it was kind of like the gaming, and but gaming like I haven't tapped into gaming in a while, but I know the gaming industry and the people about it, man. They're super cool people. They're actually really smart. Every channel one, they're entrepreneurs. Yeah. And I remember my favorite uh, gamers because I used to not just only uh, play, but that's how I got introduced to YouTube because I wanted to see. I still wanted to watch the game. But through other commentators, I still um, do that. <laughs> uh, you see, like yeah. that's still a thing where, where like for me, um, for the OG OG, uh, people that know Tabes, um, uh, they know White Boy Seventh Street, like all these, <laughs> all these people. Like I used to that's like funny. them because it used to escape me, escape myself from reality and watch gameplay and talk yeah. about it and, and talk about anything. And they would talk yeah. about, th- bro. I remember sometimes like Tabe when he was going through life, he would put a a, a like a gameplay. But he'll be talking about some serious stuff. Like, man, like, I went through a terrible day, man. But we're back on. And I feel so great that I got a 40-kill streak. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was their way of escaping and kind of aiding sometimes. So I never, ever bashed 
playing games. Yeah. I know maybe some people might say, oh, you're wasting your time. Oh, you're doing this. Oh, you're doing that. Dude, the ga- gamers are some of the smartest people. They're some of the best problem solvers. Yeah. Because yeah. they're used to solving problems virtually, yeah. and then yeah. they apply it to real life. I remember uh, um, my favorite one that I didn't like playing because I was really bad was uh, Search and Destroy. <laughs> Dude, that was my favorite game mode, yo, bro. Uh, yo, that was I my favorite. That. Yo, I oh hated that, man. Search and Destroy. I used to get nervous, like really actually nervous because like – I would always die first, bro. I was no, I was I, I don't know. At search, I was bro. like, uh, <laughs> there was certain the maps that I liked and all that stuff, but um, it wasn't it wasn't my thing. Like my thing, I was always, and I learned this about me now, but I like to be alone. It's weird. Like that, that, I've that been alone so much in my life, bro, that I'm comfortable, and I think that's a good thing too, right? Because some people they can be cool in the crowd. But once they're by themselves, they don't even know who they are, that they get lost. Yes, but yes. I like so to So they be try to stay in that crowd. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But for me, I'm the complete opposite. But that's how my life was, bro. My life was always been alone. And when I try to get out with a group, they've always – something has always happened where I go, I go back to being my, by myself. Like, now that I look of it, gaming – I was solo, you know, independent. Obviously, you're playing with other people and talking to yeah, the yeah. mic and stuff like that. But I was always a person. Always. You, you can ask my mom, bro. Like, ever since a kid, I've always liked to be by myself and be independent. I like to. I don't like people telling me what to do. I don't yep. like people telling me how to eat, how to think, how to do this, how to how to cook, how to do that di- for a while. <laughs> I would just try. Bro, I would literally yeah. just try it. I would just try it. And it, it, even if it, it, it was terrible, it tasted terrible. I felt that like that gratification that like wow I did it you know by myself and that's where lifting came as well because with lifting you really don't need uh, other people and in the beginning to 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 lift yeah. to to do a bench press to do uh, curls you know to to squat but once yeah. you get that dopamine released it's like wow like this feels I'm good myself, I like man. it yeah. yeah because you know from being a gamer to to getting in, into fitness. Completely two opposites. One you work a lot more mentally. The other one you work you work physically. But obviously, when you get through that through through year and year and year in fitness, you start to realize that it's all mental. Yeah. Like fitness is all mental. It's it's um it's all it's yeah it's fitness fitness is all mental and it's all it's all training basically. You're yeah. training yourself even when you're you're gaming. So I like to mentioned Robert Kiyosaki a lot. Yeah. He literally says the best way to learn is through simulation and simula- simulation is like playing games. Yeah. So depending like if you're if you play business games, you're going to be good at business. If right. you if you're good at um like just people playing make games career, in general. people make careers out of out of the gaming industry, bro. Dude, yeah, absolutely. Our, uh, engineers, like we're talking audio engineers, man, like the games that are coming out now, bro. Bro, they're like movies. They're amazing, bro. They're so like I'm like wow. Bro, imagine I can if tell you. I'd imagine if we had <laughs> those games when we were kids. I'm like I would I would be like I would have um that's kind of one of the reasons why um I studied computer science cuz I was really into computers and and gaming and yes. stuff like that and coding. But then it kind of just, you know, faded away. But now I see okay, everything in life has a reason, right? A lot of people say some things oh, that happens by mistake. Even the bad stuff in your life happens for a reason. Why? That's up for you to decide. But for me, that was kind of where my journey spiritually came because I used to ask these questions to myself. I'm like, bro, what is life, man? Like, what am I doing here? Like, some people don't even ask that question until they're 40, 50, or sometimes not even. They yeah. they pass away. <laughs> they lived the they lived the ordinary life. You know they had kids. You know they had a nine to five. But that's it. Like they didn't. They, there was no other purpose in life. And I always tell people these. I ask people these, especially the younger ones. I love to hear their their answers. I I, I love to ask people like, what's your purpose in life? And they're like, well, I think I'm supposed to know that by thirty. I'm like, false, false. Why don't you know? Because you never gave yourself time to ask yourself. When I used to go on, I used to go on spiritual retreats. Well, you know, people were saying like, "Oh, you're like you're banging on a, a drumstick or something like that." I'm just like, no. Like for me, that remember that one time when I told you like I kind of want to detox and like like of my life and kind of just yes. separate. Yes. That's what I mean by a spiritual retreat because those are the best times in of my life where literally nothing else matters or I don't give it attention to besides the the 
me absorbing time and just me with for me is with god with other people it could be um reading a book it could be um it could be just like meditating and stuff like that but for me when i got into re really realizing what my purpose here is in life i started to feel that overwhelming sensation that everything happened for a reason so i can help others go through what they're going through because i felt it yeah. you know obviously i didn't go through everything in life because that's nearly impossible yeah. a human being can't <laughs> a human being you don't know everything in life yeah. and you won't experience that, everything but i think life, that's yeah. the great thing about life is that no i don't know anything and i like to act like i don't know why because i always come in like i told you when we first met i always walk in the room like i'm a student like it's my first day in class yes because uh, that's an that's how entrepreneurs are in general right. that's too. how entrepreneurs yeah. and that's like my life like yeah. i didn't i didn't i didn't wake up one day when i was young and be like i want to be an entrepreneur it just kind of ha it, it happens happened. yeah it, it just happened happens. but guess what because i accepted my flaws and i accepted that is a higher power and there's a higher reasoning in life it's more than just us it's the frequency that we send off do we send off good frequencies to people or do we like send your energy off, yeah. do we send off bad frequencies and you know like i was speaking to my dad about this and one of the things i was asking i i love to ask my dad a lot of things he's like a book bro like if you once you talk to him you're like wow this guy knows a lot because he's been through a lot and one of the things i i asked was like like um how for the people that don't believe in space right i know it is like our brains they're they're so lit like our people think so limited sometimes and i used to mm -hmm. think the same way but i'm like just imagine space imagine how big it is right yeah and people say oh it's, it's false it's just like uh it's conspiracy theory right or some people saying the, the world is flat too. or the world <laughs> is flat okay i'm like okay um that's that's great but knowing knowing where i came from and seeing everything i've seen man i know there's more to 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 just me being here on, on accident it's not an accident it was you're meant to be exactly where you're at in life yeah and it's up but the great thing about it is that it's up to you to decide where yes. you want it to go yes. in life and to know that wow we're just like a little speck yeah. in this gigantic universe and it's so big where it can either scare you or it could or it can make you feel like wow like i'm here on earth breathing how many people didn't even makes wake me thankful, up man yeah it makes yeah. me thankful <laughs> and like like to, like to say like i could have been in any part of the world i, I could have been probably born 30 years later uh a century later you know or or um for me i, I wish i would have been born uh in the, in the 80s <laughs> i'm a very uh jazz i love jazz i love like the hip-hop culture um that's how i grew up you know um i grew up in in new york uh, a little bit and i travel here and there so like i uh, like uh, james, last week yeah like james, <laughs> oh, okay like james said you know it's a melting pot yeah so i was always into the like uh, uh hearing the dominicans hearing the puerto ricans hey. hearing the blacks you know all of us bro like we're all here just tr hustling like we all got to get to where we want in life and i feel for those people that are in those communities right where all they see is violence all they see is the bad but it takes a strong person that came out of that yep. to come back in those communities and really change their lives. And how do you change their life? And how does that person can connect with the other person is by being honest and himself. being like, bro, you came out of that. That's why like a lot of rappers, like a lot of people look, a lot of people look up to rappers because they can connect with them in a relation, like a brother to brother. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when uh, Mac Miller died, he was one of my favorite rap artists. Like, and I know I know every song this guy made. But when he died, it felt like I lost a brother, bro. It was weird. It was like, wow, like this, I've lost a friend because what he was going through when he was rapping and and writing and stuff like that, I could connect to him in a in a deeper sense. And I never met him. And like, how many people can connect to people that they don't even uh, uh, have seen in person? But because they tapped into their purpose in life now their 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 name lives on forever like legends you know what i'm saying like that's why like you could you, you have two choices in life man you, you could either be just another person that just 
goes the, with the flow. The minimum, <laughs> or you could challenge yourself. Or go against the grain. Go with the flow or go against Ch- the grain. Challenge yourself <laughs> every single day. And also be grateful that you you can you can challenge yourself. That's why when I uh, recovered from my my knee surgery, one of the things was like, if I recover from this, I'm going to be the best athlete I can ever be. Like, I will I'll hustle anybody. I will lift anybody out. And that's the same mentality I still have to today. And it's kind of like that co- like that competitive mentality where I came from here and I'm not going to excuse myself. I could have done it the opposite. Be like, oh, it's because um, I got hurt when I was a kid. Or, oh, it's because of – and that's a victim mentality where people take certain things from the past and then they try to excuse their actions. Yep. And that's a weak mentality. That's a, that's a mentality I used to use. And that actually got me into legal trouble. When I was like, oh, um, I can do this or I feel like I can steal or I can do whatever I want because my friends are doing it or because I came from a community where everybody it's else normal. robs or everybody yeah. else kills or everybody else murders, but going was, against the grain. That's what we were talking about too. Like just because it's normal doesn't make it right. Exactly. And that's that's we have to accept our the position we're in, being honest with ourselves. And me and you talk about going against the grain, like – not not going against the grain in a sense as like oh being a a bad person no no going against the grain so it kind of depends where your where your goals align yeah so me and you we go against the grain of like of that that kind of background people stealing stuff like that like where that's the norm and we actually want to do the complete opposite help people give back to people right right because they see it as normal yeah see, like like it's a complete op- bro it's it's complete opposite mentality bro they see it as normal why because it's been so ingrained in their brains that it's okay. It, if you don't got money, just go into the store. And, and, and I used to do it. Like, me personally, when I didn't have money, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to steal it. Like, that's what my my mentality was. I'd go into a store. I, I already knew the cameras, whatnot. Get the, get, get the bag, sneak it in. And I used to go out there. And I, I used to not feel that, like, guiltiness or, or like, guilt. But now it's like, pff, I will never, ever steal because yeah. – Knowing that, like, there's other people out there that don't even have money. And, and so, you know, like, my mind yep. just runs. Like, I just feel more and more. I, I feel guilt before I even just about just thinking about it gives me guilt. Just think but, about it. Yeah. And yeah. that came from somebody that used to do the complete opposite. But what 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 kind of things helped me was um, getting with the right people, finding mentors. And when I say mentors, it's not like I went out and searched them. It's kind of like. My dad was my mentor. Like my mom was my mentor. People you thought were successful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, it doesn't have to always be financial, financially oh, successful. We're talking about people that went through life. Of what's like, actually? Yeah, exactly. What? And you can learn so much from them, man. Yeah. And guys, if you want a mentor, bro, you already have a mentor. It's that you haven't viewed your parents or your grandparents as mentors, or you haven't found them yet, <laughs> or even, or if you don't, or 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 let's say let let's say the complete opposite. Your father was a a, a a addict. You're like, okay, my dad was an addict. I don't want to be an addict, but who can I go to? And this is where, um, this is how kind of it helped me too, where I couldn't connect with anybody around me at that time, which you know I was uh, I was thinking wrong, but I would connect with uh with with music with rapping. That's how I kind of got into rapping and stuff like that and making my own music because I could connect with other people. And that's that's how that's how I think social media should be. That's that's where I, I that's why I use social media to help other people. Yeah. Like, not to be fake or to give an image that's not real, you know, because I'm not perfect and I go through my go throughs. But like uh, I was just telling I was in a podcast and. Bro, one of the best feelings is I know it's I know this is helping people. Like we know that, right? Yes. But it's isn't it awesome when you get that like yo like a text and and that happened to me yesterday. Like like a uh, 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 honest review on somebody hey. hearing me, and they were like, "Wow!" Like he could have just not said that. And uh, in my mind, I'm like, "You're right. I I I I shouldn't because that exposes me, right?" Yeah. Uh, but. Aren't 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 we all human beings? Don't don't we all mess up? Yeah. So when it's people, part of life. Exactly. And if you don't accept that too, if you don't, dude, 
we, we me and you we talked about this right we want to fail as fast as possible man. yeah because that's how you learn that's how you grow right and realizing it not just failing it just to fail but to actually take something from it right and that's how you grow as a person exactly you grow as a person but one of the things too when i when i do these things is because i want to i, I want to expose my past because i know and i don't want you to go through the same things i went through you know, I don't want nobody to go to jail. I don't want nobody to get hurt. I don't want nobody to get shot at. You know, those are word, those are terrible feelings. But when I expose myself, I'm literally sacrificing myself for others. Like I'm yeah. sacrificing literally, and that's kind of like that's where um, my spiritual journey came through. You know, because sacrificing, if you look at sacrificing, it's actually a good thing. When I sacrificed, then let's talk about it. When I when when I sacrificed porn for the real for for a real lady, it was the best thing real in my woman. life. <laughs> a, a, yeah, a real woman. Like, and it took a very long time that process to to give up something, but you're giving up something for something even better. You're giving up drugs for well, a life. People also determine what is better to them too. Like, because right. maybe some better to them is just doing drugs all day. Right. And then eventually that leads to OD. But you know what Pat so me we we've seen the paths that just because they they um they think it's good for them, we see where it takes them. Right. Yeah. Um somebody can say, because um, I was really because of college I had to go through debate classes a lot and you know, I you'll always this is a good thing about debate class is that they always tell you you always gotta put your mind as somebody that's already gonna oppose you and you already have a, have to have an answer. So my debate would be, okay, well, when I smoke, it gives me creativity and I produce more better music. So in my I like to smoke weed. And like we can get into that whole debate. For me personally, weed is not my thing. Like yeah. being sober for me is the best thing in the life because I can I, I, I go through I go somebody that smokes weed and somebody that doesn't smoke weed, they go through the same things in life. One though, I saw that I saw it as an escape. You know, kind of numb down the pain. Mm -hmm. But now I want to go through that pain, you know, because I know if I can get through that pain as a man, take it like take it to the like I, I, I always say this when something wrong goes in somebody else's life. Uh, when one of my friends was going through his uh, his DUI, because <laughs> yeah, that's how, I, you know, when he was going through his DUI and this was his second DUI, I said, bro, look at me, take it like a man, take, <laughs> take it like a man. Oh, I'm like, yo, take it. I'm like, take it to the chin, bro. But no. And. And I'm like, bro, actually, you know what? Accept the time right now you're living. Feel that pain, bro. Feel it. Because that f when you feel that, that, oh, man, I messed up, bro. Like, I got to pay these fines. I got to go to this. I might even go to jail. Yeah, when you realize. Time. Yeah. That's gonna. That's the lesson that you needed. Yes. And that's how I learned. I learned the hard way. I was a hard-headed kid, bro. Like, I had to go through. Like, and I wish I never went through a lot of things. I wish I, wish I would have never. But. That's how that's how I was just born, bro. Like I was a very hard headed kid. And when I told him that, bro, his he literally changes his entire life. Like, and that came, and I don't know if I was that one that helped, you know, because I I I believe that I I I had that power to plant a good seed in his brain, and now he's like, nah, I don't need to drink. And and it's not saying like he completely doesn't drink. Obviously, guess what? Now he developed self control that he didn't have before mm. and it's like you can use what you have right now but don't i would say don't keep quiet on it why not expose what you went through and help the other person even if they're failing right now and failing for us as entrepreneurs as business people that's that's actually what you want yeah you want to fail <laughs> yeah you want to fail yeah but that's what school teaches you the opposite yep when you fail in the educational system uh, and me being an educator myself for 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 kids, you experience it actually firsthand. Yeah, 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 and I approach it to a kid differently because I plant seeds on little kids, right? Um, as in, and we're talking about when somebody fails. Like for a perfect example, I'm the UFC coach for the youth, and when a kid can't do a push up, you know, their their intention because they're having they're going through emotions, right? But they don't know how to control them, right? So it it, it overwhelms them, and the first thing some kids do is cry, right? Yeah, of course. Me before before learning about kids and learning like going through courses and and, to, and getting my degree, I would have just been like, bro, get up, you know, it, 
bro, take it like a man. Yeah, quit being a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you could say that, right? But when when I started learning about like the psychology behind kids mm-hmm. and learning about the brain, I and mean, how kids it works, with adults too. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing, bro. You could go the right way, which is you know going at their level, talking to them, and be like, "How do you feel?" Well, I I just can't do the push up. Like I can't. I'm like that's okay. But guess what? You right now you have two choices. You can either keep crying, which is okay as well, or guess what? You can try again, and I promise you, you'll get the push up because I'm gonna do it with you. Mm-hmm. The kid got up, we did the push up, and he had the biggest biggest smile on his face because now he as a man or you as a as, as a as a female, you know, they get knocked down. You know, it's kind of like when you get to that tricycle. Yeah. You first have to get knocked down and you got to get back up. And now, you know, then you get to the bicycle. And, and some people don't know how to get back up. But you're being kind of like the middleman to be like, yeah. hey, it's OK. You know, because you've been through it, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And um, you mentioned debating. So yeah. I, I kind of want to go back on yeah. that real quick because that's going to tie into what we're just talking about right now. So when debating, you actually don't want to hammer down your opponent to get your point across. You want to subconsciously. Put your will onto them, and that's what you do when you're coaching too. Like by saying, "Hey, it's okay." You're you're imposing your will, but they're accepting it because it's nice, it's kind, it's it's wholesome, and they're they're actually going to accept it more than be like, "Hey, get the fuck up, quit being a pussy." Right. Like that's just trying to nail them in. It, it, yeah. And that's why people lose debate soon. Actually, don't get their point across because we're trying to get our message out there. Right. So we we do that subconsciously by giving. Uh, you know, what we believe is factual information. And also we're telling people, hey, it's okay to feel how we're feeling. Yeah. It's okay to go what we're going through. We're only human at the end of the day, all of us. Yep, exactly, bro. And, and the, But what we're doing, man, is like we're literally planting those seeds of people that probably haven't heard that. Yeah. They, they've gotten so the negative way of going about it is that you know you're a b you know you're 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 gonna be nothing in life because look you failed you failed on your test you failed on this i remember sometimes too i would feel like a failure because i was good in sports i was good in everything but i was not good in school man i could not take a test to save my life until this day bro i, I cannot take i a still te- can't take a test i can't take a test <laughs> i don't know why i just overthink a lot but the school system when when you fail obviously when you fail guess what you get help behind like yep. There's no other way of testing yourself, which I, I believe it should be. There's, there should be various ways to test a kid, um, not just the traditional way, because not everybody thinks the same. Not everybody studies the same. I used to study differently from other people. I had to stand up to study because if I sit down and I used to study, I couldn't get the, the information across my brain. I was a very active kid. I, I like to move around a lot. I like to bounce off walls and stuff like that. And when I would, that's kind of like how I started getting into books. I didn't get into, in, into books by reading them. I got into books by hearing it, by yeah. audio books. Yes. And then obviously the more I developed my self-control and uh, uh, my discipline, then I got into books. But it, it should have never I'm, started. I'm into books too, actually. Like right, right. And I remember, yeah. Because there's a difference between reading like a math book and like a – a, a business book because the business book it's like you're more like talking about yourself you're educating yourself but with math it's just like something that not everyone completely understands that you might not you not you might not under, understand what uh three divided by two is right right but if you put it into a practical uh a real life experience you know where you have to kind of assess the situation yeah. and you're using math yeah because yeah. we all use math for exactly money, for business you know, if you got to make a deal, if you got to um, break a deal, you know. But, but it learns as you actually put it into practical application, when you're like actually putting it into yes, that's how motion. that's how yeah. people, that's how I learned. You know, for practical, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why, um, especially for the college students, it's great to have your degree. It's awesome for me to to learn. But what's even better is the real life, the experience, because. When you come out of college, you only know textbook information. Yep. But when you come out, you realize <laughs> this ain't textbook information, my friend. This is real life. This is this is cutthroat. This is either you make it or you don't make it. You know, yeah. nobody, no boss is gonna go and pat you. And to the bosses out there, the, I applaud you. But not every boss is li- like that. You know, at the end of the day, they got their own family. They they got their own things they gotta worry about. You're just an employee for them. <laughs> so either you do it, you learn how to do it. Or guess what? You'll get replaced. And that's the sad part because 
um, that's why that job security thing, um, it's, it's, it's good in one aspect, but it's also bad in one aspect because with job security, um, I believe job security is myth. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like you, yeah, you get this, but at the same time, man, you're more than, than just an employee to somebody. And you know, that's where the employee mindset comes in. Yep. So, oh, I can only do one thing in life. Well, Obviously what happens when you get fired? Exactly. <laughs> like you gotta be, you gotta have like uh, when people say, I think Robert says this, but you gotta invest in. Uh, and some people differ on this, but I, I, I always tell my friends, invest your time and your energy in different eggs, in different nests. Yes. Learn about this, bro. Learn, bro. The, 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 the smallest things can become something super big. Where mm-hmm. you're like, wow, like I learned how to do this because I took the time out to learn about this. I mean, you talk about this all the time. All Snowball. the time. All the time. <laughs> and, and, and you see me. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm basically learning as I go. Like, and that's how life that, is. That's how I operate too, though. So, like, <laughs> if I would have waited until I perfected the craft, and that's why I, I laughed when when so, somebody told me I'm not ready yet. I'm like, that's the problem. See, you're telling yourself mentally that you're not ready, but you are ready. You're just not willing to fail. Yeah. Because it's gonna go through what you're gonna go through embarrassment. I've been through. I've been through embarrassment. I've been through bullying. I've been through people spitting at me, hurting me, bro. I had one guy, bro, when I was a kid, literally spit his gum at me because um I was Hispanic. Yeah. So I've been through um yeah. racist people. You know, I've been through uh, people telling me, you know, I'm a I'm a SPI, you know, whatever. Uh, and you know, at at that time, I didn't know how to take it. You know, I I I'd have that victim mentality where I was like, bro, yeah, he's right. You know, I am nothing. You know, and I would accept people's threats in my life. But now, when somebody threatens me, I laugh and I say, Are you okay? Like, is there something going on with you? Because I know who I am, but I don't th- I don't quite think you know who you are because yeah, you're trying to you're trying to to make yourself feel okay by trying to pull me down they're trying to pee their will onto you exactly and, and that's not the way to approach anybody especially especially the kids it, especially the it, kids the way they do it is in a toxic way if you really want to pee your will on someone you what we were talking about the whole debating like you have to subconsciously actually do it yeah if you yeah. want to influence someone <laughs> yeah yeah and and that's why like um especially with i and i've seen this in religion you know a lot of people have the 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 good. Uh, there's always a good and a bad and everything, but the good is like the way Jesus approached, and then there's also how a bashing pastor approaches. Either you do it or you die. Basically. Yeah, like an extremist. An extremist, exactly. But the way that I see it, the way to get the people is to get. Remember, we talked about this getting at their level. Yep. We, we gotta consciously get. Getting, we gotta yeah. get to their level, bro. Because nobody is better than nobody. It doesn't yeah. matter if you have a degree or not. At the end of the day, bro, <laughs> yeah. me and you, we bleed the same. Yeah. And the right? thing is, it, look, for everyone who really wants to get a job and what they want to pursue, um, college isn't always the answer either. Like, a lot of people think college is the answer. It's like, right. think about it. Who's going to make more money? Uh, if you're doing a, sa- a successful salesperson that's been doing it for four years or someone who learned about sales for four years in school? Right. <laughs> I, I, I believe it's a great stepping stone and this is how my parents saw me uh, my uncle he's a very respected man remember I told you politician uh, related yes. oh man this guy bro this guy has a crazy and I told him bro you gotta write a book before you, you pass man because this guy he used his brain in a way I have never seen he was a lawyer and he he worked, he studied a, a, some type of medical degree at the same time this guy, grinded. Yeah, this guy was always in school. Like, if you talk to – and there was 16 – my dad had 16 siblings, 16 of them. And the, back in the day, uh, they had no other – they had no other time but to reproduce, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have jobs or anything like that. They had to, like, you know, grow their own crops and – Grow have, their family. Right, raise cattle, <laughs> yeah. grow their family. So there was 16 of them. And at 16, this guy was, like, a genius. But that doesn't – that didn't mean his life was perfect. His, his life was actually the opposite because it's good to have knowledge, but he had so much knowledge that he would look down on people or or, 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 or even um, think that you're God or think that, oh, I know everything when, when, when you clearly don't. When, when actually, when you think you know everything, that means you don't know nothing. Yeah, and literally. And people that act like they don't know, it's kind of like that's what, kind of what the Bible says. The Bible says 
the people that are thinking that they're the the, the smartest are actually the the last the dumbest <laughs> the, and the people that are humble the people that are that act like they don't know anything they are actually the ones that God puts to the top and that's kind of the way I saw it with 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 church because that's not I even c- just with religion that's reality yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. That, that's not even just right. a, uh, like me not seeing it on a non-religious standpoint like that that's literally that just how kind of the world works too right yeah. right yeah, yeah. and <laughs> that's what i'm saying like the way that i connect with people is just being me like god already made me special so i don't have to front like anybody else i don't have to be like anybody else that's where i looked at certain things like stuttering like what james said he had a a, a lisp I have friends that have lisps, but they take your bro. They 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 love it. Like that makes me. But spe- you don't have a lisp. I do. So that makes <laughs> me special. Like you see it a different way. Yes. Like I, I, that's why I see like me being Hispanic or me being. I like it because like us Ecuadorians, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of us, bro. There's there's not that many. But the people that that are like they represent the country. You know, they're like yeah, I'm Ecuadorian, bro. Yeah. And it's just terrible to see kind of the the politicians just crush it to the ground, man. Because all through South America, man, we have great potential, but obviously we have politicians that abuse power and they push their people down. They say either um, you think this way or you don't think this way, like kind of like like uh, dictators. Yep. And then they try to make it a law, and then exactly like un- it? they make they're making unlawful laws. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, but it, but at the end of the day, bro, it's the people. It's the people that 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 um, have the voice. But if the people are not saying anything, then the person on top is winning. Because that's what the person wants on top. They want to shut you up. Yeah. They want you to, to be quiet. That's the same. That's the reason why. And I always get to this because it connects so well. That's exactly the what the Pharisees did to Jesus. Jesus went against the grain. He went against what everybody was talking about. And that's why they crucified him. Because they didn't. Exactly what people. The, 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 the way the government wants you is that they want you to accept everything. They want you. Get this. Take this, do this, walk left, rock right. You have to vote. You have to do this. You have to do this. You're like, what if I don't want to do it? What are you going to do? Crying? Are you going to put? And sometimes it's like that. Like yeah. either either um, you believe in what we believe in, or you're Die. not a part of us. Right? Yeah. You're not. You're not this. You're not that. And I never, ever, ever force anybody to do anything. You know, like kind of like the same thing when I was going through uh, trying to learn who i was as a man and trying to go out and attempting to to talk to girls at the first time like <laughs> it was a uh, very hard it was hard bro it was like i was nervous like I, um i wasn't good at talking to girls man i i, I sweated i used to have a lot of pot, uh, sweat you probably if you guys know what i mean like palms, sweaty palms, palms yep. uh, <clears throat> my face would get red dude red face, reddish yeah. blushy i would blush yeah I'd blush like but the more i did it Obviously, I have a girlfriend now, but <laughs> the more the more I did it, right? What happens? The you better you get confident. Yeah, you get yeah. confident, right? Right, and and there's people that are um, relationship coaches. They make their living off helping other men get a confident in themselves. But what do they always tell you? They say reading is awesome, learning on YouTube is awesome. But you know how you learn by doing, doing it. it yes. Go talk to the girls. Go do it. The, it. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. Yeah. So it's not even yeah. just with talking to girls. That's Yo, with anything. Bro, <laughs> you, you can connect with anything. Yeah. Anything. You can just like, okay, pro tip. Like if, if, if um you know, you approach a female or a male, you know, the, 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 the first thing. Or is, they, them, whatever you guys are into. Yeah, or be, <laughs> just be normal, bro. Just, no, just like, <laughs> like, like, bro, I've had the greatest conversations, obviously not with, with, you know, females in that aspect with anybody right and it's always so simple i kind of relate kind of ish of what they're doing but you reading that book bro i also read books what book are you reading and bro from that that stirs up a whole conversation in itself and like you never know who you run into or sometimes too guess what that person that was there at that particular time they actually needed you to be there and just from the smallest Hey man, uh, I I used to always finish off with like, bro, you got real something in you, man. Like that's kind of how I told you, like, yo, you got something, cause it's true. Like, yeah. you guys got something, and every single person listening, you guys got something in you that nobody else has. You have something in you, but guess what? You gotta tap into that. You have to. It's like an egg, bro. Like an egg is real hard, but once you start, 
once you start cracking it, guess what? Poof, it opens, the yolk comes out. And it's just so so beautiful to see yourself. The individuality. Yeah, you start to to see, oh, bro, I'm yeah. so, I'm, I like these sports. I like this hobby. Like, I'm into You determine hobby. your own character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I think now, like, I think, and this is where, um, when people say, I, I have friends that are in their 20s and they're married. Uh, me, hey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's people, and there's people that are against marriage. Yeah. There's always the opposite, bro. There's always people are anti-marriage. And, and, and I always tell my friends this. Like, I say first, like, to, to my friends that are, are probably thinking about it, do you know who you're going to get married with? Like, first of all, first of all, do you know who you are as a person? Right. Right. My answer to that would be yes. Right. But how about for everyone else watching? Yeah, They're like, yeah, no, I yeah. rushed it. Hey. I, I rushed it. Yeah. I rushed it. And guess what happens, though? This is the so unfortunate. I see it all the time. They think they know who they are, and they think they know their partner, but they really didn't give the time, or they invested enough time. And what is time? Like, time could be a year. Time could be 20 years, 50 years. Like, but I'm saying, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Nobody can... Nobody can tell you who who how how much you know that person, but when yeah. you guys been through the grain, when you know, wow, like this is the person for me, man. Like I just I know, like you know when you get that I know. Yeah. But I know people are like I don't know, man, but I'm still gonna do it. I'm like, dude, do not do that. Stop, 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 stop. Don't do that. I promise you, you're gonna make you're you're, you're making a a big mistake right now. Like, Take the time, bro. There's no, there's, there's no, like, we're not in Iraq, bro. Like, nobody's gonna, <laughs> like, nobody's gonna force you to do that. Yeah, That's exactly. the great thing about this country. Nobody's forcing us to do anything, right? But you take, you take initiative, right? You take the choice. Take the time out to learn about that. And I always say the twenties, your twenties is all about family. Do everything. Do everything you ever wanted to do. Fail. Try this. Try that. I mean, go that. Go do this. You might say twenties. To be honest, I think you should be failing your whole life because yeah, if right. you're not failing, you're not learning. Right, and right. We want to learn our whole lives. Obviously, <laughs> though, like obviously, when, like when I talk about time and I talk about like for me in my case, like I want to have kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, of I, course. Like, but you can't fail and you can't risk that much when you have kids. If you oh. if you genuinely like want to be there for your kids, some people just risk it and like. Like when I say risk it, like I'm talking about like having kids at really young ages, like 18, 19, and like they don't have yeah, a direction mom, to go. My mom yeah. had me. My mom had me at a, uh, I think nineteen or twenty. So, my mom never had a. She she left the home when she was about eighteen, and she got married right away. And then she had me, and she never had like a like an adulthood, bro. It was just me. So that's what my mom tells me. You're saying don't risk it. I'm in my mind. I'm saying risk it. Risk it all, man, because yeah. you're gonna learn from it. Exactly. Either way, bro. Either way. If <laughs> my mom never had me. I wouldn't be here right now. Exactly. And that was a risk. Yeah, and I would have yeah. met you. Yeah. Th- think about so yeah, yeah and yeah. her taking that risk. Guess what? It's gonna spiral into literally you us how we are like as businessmen. So right. We consider ourselves se- successful. Right. And. Everybody, it's, somebody took a risk for you, though. Exactly. Right, like I took a, like you yeah. took a risk on me. I took a risk on you. Risks are great, but there's also like there's certain times to take those risks sometimes. And obviously, you're not gonna take the same risk when you're 20. When you take a risk when you're 60. I'll give you an example. Um, investing in Bitcoin. When you're 20, you have time to recover. You think so? But when you're 60 years old and the thing drops like it is right now. Bro, you just you, you kind of did something stupid to yourself because now you don't have that much time. Now you're sixty, the you know you could probably live till seventy or eighty. So you, you need something more stable, like uh, a mutual fund, or you probably you, or you probably need kind of like an ETF where you know, or like even um, investing in the Nasdaq instead of investing on Facebook, which is dropping like crazy. <laughs> For us as ki- as as young people, that's an opportunity. For other people, they're crying. Yeah, because yeah, it's, bad. it's going it's down. Yeah, for it's us, we, I got time to recover. I got time. So I always say risk harder earlier. Risk it all. Even if you can risk it all. The best <laughs> entrepreneurs, the best people that have changed lives, that have done what they wanted to do. They risked it all. Even it, if it, it failed. They it's, it's funny how, how you're, you're talking about this. Because I, I was listening even before I came here. It was like last night and today. I was listening to Robert. He's like one in his 60s, 70s now. Yeah. Vietnam War vet, um, he was a pilot, but he literally said even he talked a little bit about investing. He's like, dude, it's always a time to invest. When it drops, I even make. He even says he even makes more money. Right. Even though, like, you talk about investing young. Yeah. I I can kind of disagree with that and say it can be any time. I mean, because you 
you're you, there's still potential to make make you know you're not maybe not the investment worth it but there's still you can take something from it yeah yeah i think that's the point i'm trying to get across yeah. yeah and always have obviously obviously like I mean, if you're 60 and you don't have your finances in order, then I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I'm what's sorry, your, I'm sorry for wrong. you, man, but <laughs> if you're like 30 or even in your 20s, like, you know, obviously invest wisely, risk wisely. Don't go out there and jump off a roof. Obviously, you're going to die. So, but some people also, also say when people have a plan B, that means they didn't believe too much in their plan A. Yeah. But it, it, when, when I grew up, how I grew up was always have something like a safety net. Have a plan, but be flexible. Be very flexible, but go all in onto that plan A. And eventually, it's going to be successful. Adaptable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously, yeah. like, yeah. if you're so successful, then guess what? That plan B kind of just lingers until it fades away. And mm-hmm. now you're just all in. Kind of like when somebody believes in a company. That's why, like, uh, like when everybody was bashing Facebook when it just started, if you, if you watched the movie, when people were bashing about Facebook, how it's not going to be successful, how it's not going to be that. Dude's that's a multi-billionaire now. Now it has Mark. about like what five billion users. That's uh, that's almost that's almost all of us on Earth. <laughs> yeah. Like that's almost all of us, and that's how we actually connect. And if he didn't take that risk and believed in the, his company, then we would we wouldn't have a, a, an enormous like platform like Facebook. Yeah. So and somebody, now Instagram too, because Facebook now owns exactly. So somebody Instagram. took a risk, right? And like you said, you don't always have to be go to college to be successful. You don't also not go to college if you don't want to be successful that's a great stepping stone and you're going to meet a lot of cool people there you're going to meet a lot of professors that are either really bad or really good yeah they're really cool professors that really did it like business somebody teaching business and they did the business is always a better teacher than somebody that just reads textbooks but never did the business i had both i had a te- i had a business teacher that was a successful business uh, um, he had multiple businesses that failed, and he had multiple businesses that succeeded. And that's how like, kind of businesses work. Yeah, too. and he was yeah, like, he was like, he, he, honestly, his class was like, don't do this, don't do that. I had this business, uh, I, I racked up this, I didn't pay my taxes, I completely <laughs> crashed. I did this, I did that. But guess what? I'm like, bro, you did so much. Like, what, what should I do? Like, he's like, bro, just fail, just fail a <laughs> lot, and you'll eventually get it. Yeah, but literally. Don't, don't just, don't just like. Don't um, don't just think about it, and then time goes on and on and on and on. And then when you're 50, you're like, bro, I really didn't do anything. I just thought about it. But you gotta take initiative and know that you can learn everything. It's okay to go through these emotions. It's okay to go through pain. That's part of life. That's how you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn through your depression. So go, don't go around it. I would say go through your emotion. You know what's weird actually? I don't really like really get depressed anymore because uh i feel i feel free especially especially being as young as we are i'm not sure if you feel the same way but that literally just believing yourself knowing your potential you're gonna have times that you're stressed out but you're gonna be able to get out of that because you know your worth and you determine your worth exactly exactly so Man, this has been a great podcast. This has been a podcast where we talked about a little bit more about our lives and we talked about these emotions yeah. where it's a great it's a, so awesome to know that, you know, if you guys are here, man, you know, obviously, you know, you're liking it. Also, if you guys are seeing us on YouTube, which we're gonna be posting this, don't forget to hit the notification bell and get subscribed. So every time that we drop new episodes like this one, then you guys are the first ones in line to, to comment. Also, guys, if you guys have any questions, anything like that, or want us to answer anything, uh, please uh, put it in the comment section below, and we'll get right to you. Even we'll probably mention it on, on the next podcast. Uh, you guys never know. So, I right, guys, I appreciate you guys so much. Julius, my man, hey, thank you, bro. Let me, uh, let me uh, as usual, let me let me ask them a question, yeah, actually, yeah, before ahead, before we take off. Yeah, go ahead. Um, hey. What do you, what are you guys what what are you guys doing now to to feel like you're free? How are you guys managing your stress? We want to talk about that and uh, let it, let us know how you guys yeah are managing stress and just what what steps are are you guys doing to to feel free and just your mindsets. All right. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, your sir. Whole mindset behind it. Anyways, right. appreciate you guys and peace later. <laughs>